0: Welcome to the Seeds of Light everyone. This is Astrology Hub's show dedicated to illuminating the path of parenting using the power of astrology. I'm your host Anna Zaharia and I'm here with one of my favorite people, evolutionary astrologer, herbalist, holistic healer and columnist for the Yoga Journal, Cameron Allen. So glad to be back with you. How are you doing?
1: Hey Anna, I'm, I'm doing really good. I'm feeling really Still and chill and yeah, comfortable. How you feeling?
0: Well, we we're talking backstage about Jupiter going to Pisces. So I'm I'm feeling into that. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the shift in energy and I'm I'm in this laid back yet excited state for what is possible with this new energy and kind of just gentle anticipation of what might come and what might shift
1: yeah yeah i like that gentle anticipation i like that yeah i did i had a meditation last night and it was like in the middle of the night and i don't know it it, it felt like it came in smoother like it like had more ease to it so i'm i'm excited about that too because whenever stuff goes into pisces i'm always trying to see what I can access that's beyond the norm, but yeah.
0: Mm, I love that. So today we're here to discuss supporting your Taurus child. We've finally reached our final frontier and we're going through the earth signs. Mm -hmm. So this is our final stretch of this particular segment of the show. And I just want to take a moment to tell you all that we need your help in order to keep growing the show. So once we're done with this segment where we discuss all the different signs of the Zodiac through the child's lens, we wanna take more of your questions. We wanna hear your parenting questions. If you wanna offer us your chart information as well, we'd love to do chart examples. We want the show to be as helpful as possible for you. So, you can already submit your questions at astrologyhub.com forward slash seeds of light, which is our show page. So, please go on over if you have any pressing parenting questions. We'd love to hear them, and you will be considered for getting your answer on the show here. So, here we go. Cameron, the Taurus child. My favorite question always is. What's the highest, most majestic expression of the sign, Taurus?
1: So the most majestic expression to me is reliability and stability. And I think it's reliability and stability. And, and I think oftentimes, too, when I think of those words and when we think of those words in general, we don't think of them as majestic oftentimes because they are really simple you know but if we think about it most of the people on the planet most people we've been through a space and time where we wanted to feel like something was like reliable and sustainable and like here and also when i think about taurus i think about just like just like earth you know and and how stable it has been and how it always provides you know even if we don't always see how it provides you know it always does so I really, really appreciate stability. And also, like, when I think of, like, my physical body and my senses, like, I feel good when I'm in them, and that makes me feel stable. And I think the more and more that I tap into that and feel into that, the more majestic the simplicity becomes of that expression of Taurus. So, yeah. I think embodiment has something there, too. But for now, I'll stick with the sustainability and the reliability.
0: Yeah, you asked me this question behind the scenes about what I think the most majestic expression is. And mm-hmm. I said, consistency. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I also shared my resistance to sharing the word consistency because in itself, it doesn't feel like so majestic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true once you really feel into the quality and how much that provides and you know especially right now but really always and especially with children the immense gift that we get from stability and consistency and reliability and how much we need that in order to be able to grow and flourish and and thrive
1: totally yeah yeah I, and even just thinking about it if, if somebody doesn't feel like a sense of consistency or reliability or stability around them Then, you know, in the way I look at it, when I'm looking at the Zodiac as an evolutionary process, it's like then one can't even communicate Gemini. Like, right. It's like we can't even go to the next step if we don't get that. So it is actually like the foundation of becoming majestic on some level. So it's like it's a prerequisite to all the things that we oftentimes think as being majestic. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. I love that prerequisite. So when it comes to our children, how can we encourage this expression of reliability and stability in them?
1: Yeah, you know, getting them to and I'm always about asking questions, you know, asking them, like, what do you smell? What do you hear? You know, just getting them into their five senses and also getting them out in nature and showing them how stable life really is, you know, because. As long as I've lived, especially in the environment that I'm in, the seasons, like, they change, you know, and, the, and even like the weather is changing or whatever, you know, but like the seasons are still the seasons, right? It's just like they're the seasons and they're, and then the next time they're the seasons. And then just showing a child like how things, no matter how in flux they are, they are very the same, you know, just something like, something like that is really, really important. And getting in tune with our five senses because... We're told a lot of things in our life, but we're not taught a lot of things in our life is what I really feel like we're told what this is, what that is. But if we can feel into our body and we can learn what our yeses and no's are when we're really, really young in an embodied way, you know, that's a gift that, you know, I haven't seen that many people my age be gifted with. So, yeah, I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, I love that distinction that you make between being told something and being taught something. Mm-hmm. So what are some other key attributes for the Taurus child?
1: Yeah. I always keep it super, super simple with Taurus, you know? So I even just think of like teaching them how to make food and, you know, making sure that they feel held and they like, that's also something about being like feeling consistent. So as long as a Taurus child feels Held and they're not hungry, then they're happy, you know. So just making sure that that happens and and being able to help shape their values, you know, in a way that is like based off of not necessarily like our beliefs, but based off of things that they can always go back to, and also knowing that the Taurus child, they will have their own values inherently, naturally, you know. And sometimes people say Taurus energy is stubborn. And I don't really identify with that or understand it the way that other people see it. Because to me, it is about the Taurus person, especially if they like have it highlighted their sun, their moon, or their ascendant, um, and also other like three or more planets in it. It is a lot about them figuring out what their values are. So when someone's trying to figure out their values, they might not budge on them because they're still trying to process it and figure it out. However, if you teach the child that that's what's going on, or if you know that, You don't have to necessarily tell them that, but if you know that's what's going on, then you help them shape their values, you know? So I think that's really, really important. Also something else about Taurus children. I feel like the idea of Taurus energy being lazy, I think that idea is lazy (laughs) because I just feel like we're in a space and time where everything is always go, go, go. When in truth, you know, if I plant some plants and that's just what I'm doing for the year, to take care of myself, to feel comfortable. I, I mean, yeah, I have to work, and I have to have perseverance. However, it doesn't mean I have to run around and do a bunch of stuff or have like these like high ambitious seeming things. Themes things, things that things that seem very ambitious—they don't. They're not necessary necessarily. They're not necessary necessarily for the Taurus child. You know, simplicity. You know, grand simplicity is a is a good way to put it.
0: Yeah, so can you spend a little more time on this idea of Taurus not actually being lazy, but there being a deep appreciation, really, of simplicity? And and what else would you say is underneath that, that that's showing up as laziness?
1: I mean, so it's ruled by Venus, so sometimes Venus does like to relax. So that definitely happens, you know. Also, I feel like even just the idea of, like, not feeling nourished and not feeling held, like, that can make one kind of, like, not have a very, like, constant sense of self. So, like, when you don't have a constant, stable sense of self, and you can even see, like, the way I'm, like, it's, like, you feel strong and solid in that, right? It's, like, Taurus fixed earth. When you don't feel that, you kind of feel like you don't have that, you know? it's just So, you just get Mm -hmm. very relaxed, and then it can become, you know lazy in that way and I, I like to just call it relaxed and then i just like to invite people to know like when relaxed is like me going home and sitting down and, and chilling versus like when relaxed is just like so relaxed that now like i'm spilling everywhere and i have no sense of like cohesion in my life and in my in like my center of self so those are big things and i also think sometimes the way that we get conditioned of thinking of lazy makes us not be able to see how the Torian energy can truly just be about perseverance. So somebody might call it lazy, but it's like, but I know what I want to do. I know what I value and I'm going to get there and I will get there. And also I'm about to go sit on this really nice, comfortable blanket that I've just got from TJ Maxx, you know? So like, that's just, that's, that's something there. You know, the, the idea of like instilling perseverance in a child so that, they don't, so that they know they're not being lazy and also, given, you know, the energy can tend towards doing that. So just give them the whole spectrum.
0: Mm. So would you say that perseverance is something that needs to be cultivated for a Taurus child? Or is it something that's more innate?
1: I think it is an eight, and I think it's something that needs to be cultivated because of the space and time that we live in. And also, I think it's really, really important. You know, it's for me, the perseverance comes from being able to teach someone that sometimes the value is just in the effort, in the values in the effort based off of what you value and what you desire. So it's like we get to perseverance at the end of that, but we have to know what we truly want and put effort towards it to make it to the idea of even getting to the perseverance. And that's something that I've never heard anyone teach. So it's like, it's not just out here for somebody to feel into as far as just the collective, I feel like. So it's something really important to just like, I feel like that's equipping a child with that. And and so when they go out into the world and people are like, you're lazy, you're taking too long or blah, you're stubborn, blah, blah. It's like, Hey, I know what I value. I don't know what to tell you. It feels like this feels, and this feels safe and comfortable for me. And I don't know to tell you about that either. I need those things, you know, but Mm -hmm. also knowing the difference between needs and wants really important. Right. So that's something else that could be a struggle. Like the child feels like I need this, I need this. And it's like, I hear you. And also like, do you feel like you need that? Do you feel like you want that? Or do you feel like you desire that? And being able to teach the difference in those things, because if we can teach the difference in those things, When we go into relationships later in life as well, we can know, like, I desire this. Oh, you won't give that to me. That's okay. I can get that myself versus I want this and I really feel like I want this in a relationship. So, like, it's not that I need it, but I want it. So, like, you got to come with it, you know? Or, like, versus a need, which to me, a need is more, like, actually, like, feeling like shelter, food, like, actually, like, the things that I actually need need. And some people call other things needs, and that's totally fine. But that's how I like to differentiate it.
0: Got it. So are there any other particular challenges and solutions that we want to be mindful of with a lot of Taurus energy?
1: I feel like there is. But I always feel comfortable in, like, just sitting with that because there's that such a f- strong foundation to even, like, work through that if we get that foundation solid, then everything else I feel like will blossom forth pretty well.
0: Okay. So what about what's happening right now in the sky and how that may be impacting Taurus?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this might be the biggest impact that's going on because it's a pandemic still. And then there's also like things that are starting to happen that like feel like scarcity you know scarcity around resources so a child growing up in that world even though we might not think that they're like aware of that it's still like it's still in their experience right and that's why the outer planets are generational so Uranus going through Taurus is just like finding a way to make sure the child feels that sense of stability and finding something that is constant which I always say go back to earth because In the past few years, if you go outside and you have a favorite plant, that plant's probably still been doing the same things it was doing before, even if the human world, that sounds like such an Aquarius saying that, but yeah, even if the human world is is changing so much, you know, so that's really important, making sure that, making sure that the child doesn't feel fragmented from a sense of stability based off all the things going on, like that's very important. And then also there's a square, uh, a square going on with Saturn and Aquarius. So I think that brings in the same theme, honestly. So just being sure that the Taurus child has ha, feels a sense of stability and comfort, even in times that are seeming erratic and changing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that could even just look like teaching a Taurus child like survival skills. Because if you know survival skills and a lot of stuff's going on and, oh, there's so much going on. And I'm just like, check, flashlight check, water check. Got my food check. You know, all those things. It's like I have the essential needs and and I I think I'm okay, even though there might be a lot of stuff going on. So that can create Mm -hmm. internal stability that can be, you know, on some level unshakable, depending on how how far one desires to go with it and how much they internalize that need. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that.
1: So nodes nodes move in 2022.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Go on.
1: Not, yeah, the the nodes, the the so eclipses will start hitting Taurus and Scorpio in twenty early twenty twenty two, like beginning of January. So that's going to start happening too. And I just always invite people with the node, just pay attention and just watch and then feel into it because they can be very varied to me. Yeah.
0: Great. So I'm gonna summarize a few of the key points that I heard you tune into. So. We have reliability and stability as the highest expression of Taurus energy. In order to encourage this expression in your child, make sure to ask them a lot of questions about their senses, really help them get into their body by asking them what they're feeling and get them out into nature to have them experience the stability that is innate in nature and the cyclical nature of how even though things change they come back around through the seasons you also brought in later on the experience the importance of doing this right now and have them find something constant that's in nature even if it's one plant or or maybe a rock that they feel connected to that they can go and sit on all the time or a tree and help them feel held, teach them how to make their own food. I can see that these simple things help build that stable core, that, sta- that stability that Taurus needs mm-hmm. and, and craves and then is able to provide for other things and other people. Help them tune into their values. You you brought this idea of laziness being something that's thrown around a lot with Taurus and how it's a lot more about a deep appreciation of simplicity, although there is also a deep enjoyment of relaxation, but this idea of tuning into the values that are true for them so that perseverance can come out of that because it's very hard to persevere towards something if you're not grounded in the value of what's driving the thing. Mm -hmm. So I I can see how tuning into those values from an early age is very important. And fine tuning that barometer for, for your little one, helping them fine tune their own. Help them learn the difference between what they want and what they need. Hear, hear them out, acknowledge what they're expressing, the need is, and again, help them fine-tune whether it truly is a need or it's a want. Another cool thing you brought in for supporting your tourist child right now is you might want to teach them survival skills, like having their backpack that's packed with a flashlight and some granola bars or Because that will help them feel more secure and stable in a time when so much is feeling unstable and shaky and there's ideas of scarcity going around. So it can help provide that stable core for your child. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Yeah, because I'm sitting here thinking about... Because the perseverance idea was something I actually received as a gift from my friend Elmina and something else about the Taurus archetype that I feel like I learned a lot from hers that yeah, Taurus is about like my stuff, but also just like being able to teach someone very young that like what your resources are ideally would be like shared as a gift to others in the community, you know, and just being mindful to teach like I have this resource and this is what I bring as value to share with the world and with other people And also knowing the line between, like, not, like, crossing that over where it's, like, this other person doesn't want to share. So, like, be mindful not to just try to give all your gifts out to other people so that you can receive validation. But, like, have all your resources and have your gifts to be able to share with the world and in a community, ideally. And hopefully um, we can start creating more communities, you know. Mm -hmm. But we have to know our value and what we bring to the community, too. All those things are important. So, yeah, I would add that in.
0: Great. So I had a question that it keeps coming in and out, but I'm wondering if you think that part of the reason why Taurus appreciates relaxation so much is also because there, there's a barometer for, for what it takes to truly persevere and keep going the long distance. Mm -hmm. And you started talking about this you know but in our world it's so much more common to just keep going going and that being the way that you get to your goal but there's been so many studies and you know books and self-help things coming out around that you're actually way more efficient when you take time to slow down and actually take a break from what you're doing and the efficiency doesn't look the way that we've set it up in our mainstream world. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you feel like there's also a connection then there for tourists where they have like the long game in mind and, and they have like a natural way to attune to what it takes in order to really go that long distance.
1: Yeah, I think that's very true. And they, so like, that's why they relax more because if you're going to last for a long time, then you need to chill and find a way to be still as well, you know, because even being chill and being still puts us in a space of more like rest, digest and process, you know, so that's actually how we should be eating our food. That's how we should be a feeling when we're about to go to sleep. That's how we should be feeling when we're around people that we care about and love, you know, those, mm-hmm. those, all those things should be like a baseline. And we've just gotten so far That we, it's just so distorted. Like, we've gotten so far that it looks upside down for somebody to be in a space of just like deep relaxation and calmness and not being in like a go getter spirit, you know? And one (laughs) or the other isn't right or wrong. It's just about improper proportions of everything in like understanding oneself, you know? So at the end of the day, everything is about knowing oneself. And also, you can't know yourself if you don't know the grand self that is the world. And also the earth, deeper than that, you know? Because the world is what humans have made, and then the earth is the earth. And it's always been here. And that's always going to be sustained over what humans do. So, yeah. Mm. So, so. Like Thank turtles. you so <laughs> <laughs> Thank the you so much. have always been here, and they move so slow. I just have to, make, right. to shout out to the turtles, because they've been around. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah, I remember you brought in the, the turtles before we went live today. Is there anything more you want to say about the connection between
1: turtles yeah. and tourists? Even, even, yeah, even, uh, here in the United States, you know, they used to call it turtle island, but it, it's just like, they just, they take their time and they just do what they need to do. And they have been here longer than so many other beings because of that very thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So be mindful that, you know, you're like, allow your child to know, like, sustainability, a lot has to do with just like taking your time and figuring stuff out and figuring what you like, figure out what you value and what you need. So yeah, that's why I would say end it.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Cameron. Yeah. For any of you that want to check out any of our previous episodes on the series that we're doing on the different zodiac signs, you can go to our show page at astrologyhub.com forward slash seeds of light, just the name of the show, Seeds of Light, to access our treasure trove of previous episodes, including the series that we've done together and so much more. If you go there, you'll be able to learn more about Cameron, about myself. You'll get access to our resources, like the free guide to your child's moon sign, if you haven't downloaded that already. and. There's a special form where you can submit your parenting questions for a chance to have them answered right here on the show. So you can check all of that out at astrologyhub.com forward slash seeds of light. And if you love Cameron's approach and you love receiving insights on the cosmic energy ahead, make sure to join us and six other astrologers for our annual special edition solstice panel. Amanda will be hosting that on june 3rd you can sign up for free at astrologyhub.com forward slash solstice and you can reserve your seat so thank you everybody for tuning in as always if you find this helpful please like it leave a comment share it with a friend that could benefit and make sure to subscribe to our podcast and our youtube channel remember when we change the way that we raise our kids We change the world. See you next time.
1: Peace, everybody.